You are now tuning into the Queen Collective Podcast with your host, Bree and JJ. Welcome to the Queen Collective Podcast, where you'll have real discussions with real women. We're your hosts. I'm Bree. And I'm JJ. Now let's get into this episode. Welcome back, queens and kings. Woo! Welcome, back welcome, again. welcome. Hey, uh-oh. That's the, that's the intro. It's the uh-oh. And y'all can't say we stole that from nobody because we didn't. Mm. Yeah, do not be trying to uh, tag us on some copyright infringement. <laughs> the fuck? What's going on around here, man? <laughs> but yes, y'all know we back again with another episode. But before we get into it, JJ, how have you been? How has your weeks been? You know what I'm saying? I I think I'm going to go ahead and then, if we asking about how my weeks plural been, I'm going to be honest, because I don't think I gave y'all the full recap of, like, my Atlanta trip. Mm-hmm. It was pretty cool. You know, I went to Atlanta. Um, I'm going to be plugging one of the places, one of the restaurants I went to. Um, I know that's right. Okay. And our Places to Be segment. But I went to Atlanta. It was really fun. It was literally like a, a road trip. I know what y'all are thinking. Bitch, you drove? Yeah. <laughs> that whole was, like, from where we were driving from. Uh, it was probably about like 11 hours. Yikes. That's somebody in the background saying yikes. (laughs) But, um, we was taking turns driving and shit because, uh, hell no. I ain't doing that whole shit by myself. But, um, it was really fun. Uh, we went to a cute, a lot of cute places. We, it was, it was nice to see like a, just a different scenery. Like, mm-hmm. going through Atlanta or getting to Atlanta, you have to go through fucking Louisiana. You got to go through Mississippi, Alabama. And I saw so much greenery. And I realized, like, I want more I want more travel time for myself where I'm, like, emerged in nature. Like, this makes me want to, like, go to freaking Washington. But I heard Washington can be a little crazy, so I would probably just go there for a little bit and then leave. I'm not staying there for too long, but it was really fun. I'm going back, and the next time I go back, we're gonna go to the the aquarium. Ooh, yeah, because it's the Atlanta Aquarium's nice. That's what I heard. They said it's like the biggest aquarium, I think, in the Western Hemisphere, one of the hemispheres. It said it's supposed to be like the biggest aquarium, so. I'm excited to to see and, and and enjoy that, but it was a really nice change of scenery, and I'm excited to go back. <laughs> no, I'm gl- I'm really glad you had that. And you having you know your weekend getaways or your getaways when you can because the recap before that, you was going through some things. Life was hitting pretty hard. Life was hitting pretty back to back, back to back. Okay, oh. at this point shit be knocking us down and then we have a moment of reprieve (laughs) yeah no that's essentially what but i feel like i feel like that's for a lot of us though like especially nowadays in this day and age like shit knock us down and then like the next weekend we're happy and then the next weekend you know it's like a cycle but i'm not claiming that for the rest of the year i just want more good than bad i don't know (laughs) i mean that's good like, you speaking it into your life that, like, you want more good than bad. But then also, you know, it's, it is also good you're being optimistic about it. Like, yeah, you're also accepting, like, what you are getting. 
in life and you're like okay because i know there's gonna be some better experiences i know right and i'm gonna keep i'm gonna just keep like just continue to keep a positive mindset feel the emotions you need to feel and then just keep it pushing like when you dwell in like your bad days it just it just makes you dive deeper into like your anxiety and stress and i don't want to do that anymore i'm good on that shit yeah we we rebuke all that we do Bro, but but how, how how have you been, my nigga? How you have you not here in these streets? <laughs> I've been I've been enjoying my time out here, honestly. Mm-hmm. I've been very booked and busy. Like I'll do a, mm-hmm. a short recap. We had our very first Black Pride here in Tulsa, and mm-hmm. uh, you know JJ pulled up with the support. Easy. So he was having a nice weekend. Fucking um, Lydia and. I was there as a sexologist, you know, just kind of like giving out resources to people, talking about safe sex, consent, dating and relationships and things like that. Mm -hmm. So it was a really fun experience um, to be able to be in that setting because it was also, you know, very celebratory. The entire weekend, Mm -hmm. there were so many different um, events going on, so many beautiful people just in their queerness. Like it, it it was really great, honestly. And I'm so glad that you know, there is a community here for Black queers mm-hmm. and, you know, the possibility of having these type of events and environments for people. But yeah, girl, it was hot as hell, though, because we was outside the whole time for a block yeah. party. That's and that's when I got my first, you know, experience with the summertime heat. Ooh. <laughs> and um, I'm going to talk about that a little bit later in the bitches with, but yeah, <laughs> bitches need to be prepared out here. But other than that, like, you know, the usual work, um, I've been building a lot on social media with my sexology yeah. shit. Like, I've been putting out so much more content and, like, putting more effort in the content that I'm creating, mm-hmm. which that's a job, bro. Like, yeah, for our fellow podcasters that be listening, y'all know this shit is a second job. So it bitches is. at this point got four different jobs. Yeah, no, no, that's facts. Being an influencer and, and a podcaster and just having a presence, a known presence on social media, period, it's a lot of fucking work. But honestly, I can say as like a bystander, watching you do it is amazing. And I feel like it gives a lot of people motivation to continue to pursue what they would like to pursue. It's really cool seeing you in your element. And it was so awesome seeing you present um, at Pride and during the blog party. It was it was it was amazing, guys. Like, if y'all wasn't, you know what I'm saying, there, you know, y'all y'all miss out. Y'all miss out, but it was lit. It was super, super lit. Bree came with the educational purposes, you know what I'm saying? That's on EP, okay, and GP. She came through, everybody. And it was also really cool to see, like, so many different people stepping out of their comfort zone and actually asking you questions that they're going to take with them and apply it to their lives. It was really awesome seeing No, that's what I really loved about it the most was just how many different types of people I, like, got to speak to. Right. And educate and, like, how open people were, like, that didn't even know, like, what a sexologist was um, and were just, like, really open to receiving, like, whatever it was that I gave them, you know, like it was, it was, it was really fun. I enjoyed that. And it was definitely one of those things to where it just solidified that I'm on the right track or I'm like on the right path of doing what I really want to do with my life. Yeah. It's definitely a calling that you have. And I, and that's awesome. That's so, so awesome. We, we, I can speak for me and the rest of the 
the fam, the Queen Collective fam, and the people watching you, Brie, keep up the good work and keep inspiring us to do better. Oh, you gonna have me cry <laughs> at the very beginning of the damn episode. Keep but. inspiring us to do better, bro. I'm telling you, you helping a lot of people. People who probably because that's the thing. Like people, I feel like don't like realize sometimes there's people who you're helping who's never gonna tell you that you're helping them because either they're uncomfortable or they don't want to come out. But there's so many people you touch that you don't even know. So you know, we I can appreciate that, especially as a, a black woman. Wow, that's that's amazing. So. Yeah. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Definitely welcome. <laughs> Bree's like, damn, where, what's the next? <laughs> I'm not trying Oh, I'm over here getting people. emotional. Let's go ahead and jump in the game. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Listen, we playing this or that. You know what I'm saying? Y'all already know the game. You know what I'm saying? We played it on here before. You know what I'm saying? We wanted to bring it back to our roots and play you can get with this or you can get with that. You know what I'm saying? You can get with this, so you can get with that. Okay, I have one, Brie. <clears throat> okay. Public speaking or intimate conversation? Intimate conversation. Individualized conversation, like individualized intimacy conversation. So public speak, like speaking in front of a crowd or speaking one-on-one with somebody. Intimate conversations. That's mm-hmm. easy for me. I am a social introvert. Mm-hmm. So, like, those intimate conversations where I can pull like people to the side or talk to like smaller groups of people, like that's my shit. Right. One on ones, like we could talk about anything, but when it gets to large crowds of people, I be mm-hmm. getting a little nervous. I start heating up a little bit, get a little sweaty. Mm-hmm. Then and then at that point, the, the anxiety is just raising even more because now I'm like, okay, now people are seeing me sweat. <laughs> oh God! Be a lot. Yeah, I'd rather just do the intimate conversations. I'd rather just. <laughs> <laughs> i'd rather just do the intimate conversations period okay 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 jj mm-hmm. peak summertime heat uh-uh. or wintertime cold Now, when you say wintertime cold, you talking about a Texas winter? Shit. At this point, yeah, they they are both extremes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So either you getting winter storms or triple digit weather for consecutive days. Mmm. Mmm. I'm doing winter, my nigga, because this heat. First of all, bitch, uh, <laughs> I really, because I'm not doing this for a current event, but fucking Iran hit 126 degrees. Did you know that? No, like they people, hit they hitting record heat levels. And, and niggas is fucking tires is melting to the pavement. The fuck? I'm not getting to work. Don't ask for me. <laughs> what happened to JJ? Oh, shit. Her tires melted to the damn pavement. Bro. Think I'm taking the winner. I don't care if they turn off the heat. Shit, they, bitch. With the winter, at least with winter time, you can wrap up as much as you need to to get warm. You can right? only take so many clothes off in the heat, bitch. No, and like, and that don't even help when you be you can be butt ass naked in the heat, and it still don't help, bitch. At that point, you actually making matters worse. 
Because then you're feeling it directly. <laughs> Girl. I don't blame you. I would have chose the same. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, 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 I'm sorry. That really just pissed me off just now how fucking hot it is down here. It's extremely hot. I don't know what hell feels like, but I'm not trying to find out. Because hey, if it's hotter than said, this, can't be. Bro, someone said that, that God is soft launching hell. <laughs> and I rebuke it all, but it's, it's a lot of crazy shit going on right now. I rebuke right. it in the name of because Because I, I thought the world wasn't going to end in... Well, no, no. I think it was the, he wasn't gonna drown the world again or something like that. Don't don't get me to lying though. Y'all check y'all's Bibles. If he if he if he light this mug up, bro, I'm gonna be so sad. <laughs> like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. If he light this mug up and say, you know what, y'all are all stupid. Like like that's it for us, bro. That's it. <laughs> so we all better figure it out. <laughs> we all better figure it out. You better get ready. Damn. Man, y'all better stay ready so you don't have to get ready, period. Period. <laughs> What's going on in the world? Y'all like that high note? Ooh. Yeah, you hit that bitch. I hit that bitch somewhere in the background. That bitch is tone deaf. She did not hit that bitch. Hey, if you put it, if you throw it on a house beat, you got it. Look, hey, house music returning. That's what Drake doing and Beyonce. I still need to listen to Beyonce's song. Don't, don't kill me. I still need to listen to it. <laughs> break my soul. Okay, that, that that's what we doing. That's how it go. I might, yeah, that's I'm how gonna, it go. Not break my. Who is she talking about? I just feel like she always is slick shading Jay Z. Maybe not even slick no more. No, she was okay. definitely telling people in this song to uh, quit your job and stuff. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm trying to listen to that shit right up. Okay, I think you said okay. That's the type of time I'm on. That's the type of time I'm on, bitch. But okay, <clears throat> listen, y'all. <laughs> I got a really like it's like a light, a lighthearted current event in light of every dumbass shit that's going on right now. <laughs> um, and I just want to talk to y'all today about a dog named Dexter that escaped the pet hotel and ran two miles back to his house. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's jump into this. What, what the fuck was Dexter on, bro? Bro, drug. Listen, <laughs> there was a Kansas couple that was vacationing in Las Vegas, and they said their dog escaped from a pet hotel and ran two miles to home. And that is where he triggered their doorbell camera. So, you know, a lot of people have the ring doorbell, and usually, if you have your ring doorbell connected to your phone, you can see when somebody's at your door. Or, like, I believe at a certain distance from the door, it'll alert your phone, even if they don't uh, ring the doorbell, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool to me. That sounds like a really good investment, because niggas be acting weird nowadays. I don't know yet. So, bitch, they saw their dog. First of all, this as they were vacationing and they, they left their dog there, they weren't saying, like, oh, like, the dog was being mistreated in the pet hotel. He It seemed like he was just homesick. And because they've walked from like they walked in areas where the pet hotel is to their house like they do pretty long walks with him he kind of knows how to get to his house like he knows the neighborhood very very well and he also knows outskirts of the neighborhood very very well because they walk him a pretty wide range uh across the city so this nigga knew exactly where to go so apparently he was just at the hotel 
I guess he just wasn't fucking with it. He was like, you know what? I'm about to just go ahead and head home. He fucking jumped a fence, bitch, and like escaped the hotel. <laughs> Imagine you working at this dog hotel and you witness yes. the dogs. Because I'm pretty sure there's multiple other dogs around. Y'all trying to handle them. And then you see this other dog jump the fence. Yeah. Because the fact that they found out from seeing their own dog on a ring camera on the mm-hmm. doorbell mm-hmm. and not by a phone call from the dog hotel. Bro! Because <laughs> what if they saw the dog jump and they was like, damn, not again. <laughs> they was trying to figure out what to say when they called them, nigga. Bro, my nigga, this nigga, not only did he jump a six-foot fence, he also jumped a four-foot retainer fence that uh-huh. uh, surrounded the boarding facility. Like, oh, gosh. This nigga said, I'm he getting determined. the fuck ASAP. This nigga was Airbud and shit. What kind of dog was it? Yeah, bro, he was. I don't get, like, y'all say that he wasn't, like, you know, feeling too upset, but I don't know. I feel like if a dog is doing all of that to get home, is it it really because they homesick? Bro, because I'm like, you mean to tell me, like, because at Dog Hunter, this is, this is their job like they're supposed to be having the the food the treats right okay not saying the dogs have to be pampered but they have to be well taken care of so in the midst of all of this going on this dog was like "Mm, i still rather go home yeah yeah so that was that was really really weird so like uh once he like was at the doorbell and he was like kind of barking at the door i guess they had a button that they could like click on the ring doorbell to like provide noise or give him some type of like uh familiar noise and they said he looked really excited and they were like i mean but mind you like there's nothing these niggas could do about it. they're all the way in fucking las vegas or like headed yeah. towards las vegas so they just called the facility in the van <laughs> bitch the van came to his house to pick this dog just imagine i don't know if i was a van driver someone called me like yeah our dog definitely escaped can you go pick him up from the front door please and you just go to the front door and you see this dog just looking at the doorbell like, yeah, y'all gonna let me in? Bro, because you know he was definitely like, whenever they spoke to him through the ring camera, <laughs> he was definitely like, hey, yeah, open the door. Open the door, though. Why are you just speaking to me through the ring camera? And then when the van pulled up, I bet he was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Did he take running? What happened? Bitch, get this. The van pulled up and I was like, okay, this thing about to run off. This nigga said, all right, and he hopped in the motherfucking van. Like, he didn't, they did not have to pull him in there. He just hopped in that shit, and they closed the door and drove off. Not that he said, okay, I, I was just trying to see something real quick. I was just, <laughs> I was just trying to no, make sure. Said, okay, computers. the niggas dropped me off. They said, I heard them talk about going on a vacation shit. They packed up some bags and shit. I witnessed that shit two nights ago. <laughs> but I just wanted to double check they wasn't on some weird shit. So now that I know, we can go ahead and go back. We can go ahead and go. <laughs> bro because y'all can't tell me shit pets be having whole ass personalities bro no they do they do i've i've had dogs and cats bro yeah pets be having their own fucking personalities bro so i know they be they be thinking some complex ass thoughts bro and i hate when people are like dogs don't think that hard i'm like you don't fucking know that you don't know that you don't know i that. feel like my nigga dexter obviously thought hard enough to jump two fences on purpose go to the door Make some noise so his owners could say some smile and said, I, and then jumped in the fucking van and went back. Like, what? <laughs> like, uh, said, I, just checking and jumped in the van. <laughs> like, 
yeah i'm so i love i i think honestly at all the current events and we've done a lot this one tickled me a lot because i i just pictured the whole thing in my head no that no that was actually really cute and i (laughs) I hope when they got back they they showed dexter some love okay because that's a real ass dog i want my dog to be like that that's what that's that's the type of dog that's like hey i'm gonna check on you no matter what you're doing, I'm gonna run back home two two miles. You know how far two miles is for a dog to run home, bro. You know he was running the whole time. Was like he was. <laughs> he didn't take any breaks. <laughs> he was running the whole time, bro. That's probably why he hopped in the van because he said, "Nigga, I'm not running back." Nigga, <laughs> 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 see, I'm gonna go ahead and lay down in the back of this van. Go ahead. <laughs> that nigga said. That nigga said, right, I'm finna head out. <laughs> Something strange in the neighborhood. Who you gonna call? Ghostbusters! Something weird that we don't wanna do. Who you gonna call? All right, all right. We are back with the main topic today. We got some real exciting, and for some people, it's going to be some, like, probably reality shattering. uh, Right. For some of you to know the myths that we are busting. We are busting all y'all bubbles. That's exactly right. And, hey, listen, don't call Ghostbusters. Call Mythbusters. Okay. Because we we hitting y'all with the straight facts. No, some of this stuff is actually really wild to me. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. When I was some of this stuff. When I was really looking crazy. at some of this stuff, I was like, what the fuck going on? <laughs> Bro, I Let's can't get wait. Into it. Yeah, because I, I, I can't wait for you to say one of yours because I've been lied to my whole fucking life. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the first one I got is. A myth that we're busting is drinking alcohol raises your body temperature. I know some of y'all might be like, well, yeah, we kind of already knew that. But but just check this out. In reality, alcohol actually lowers your core body temperature. Listen, whenever, like for me, when I drink like margaritas and stuff, like it, like it don't matter what I drink. Like it could be a margarita. It could be some wine. I always feel warm. Like, my stomach get hot. Mm-hmm. But that's literally just your mind playing tricks on you. Like, your stomach is not actually hot. You're actually lowering your body temperature and your blood is thinning. I did not fucking know that. I think I kind of remember something about my blood thinning, but I didn't know that your core body temperature um, is lowered. Yeah, I didn't know that either. But, yeah. you know, that actually kind of makes sense, like, the way you explained it. Mm-hmm. Because if it is our body just regulating itself, like, that's, like, the whole reason why we sweat. You know what I mean? Like, right. Huh. Right. Right. That's it is- crazy. Because, yeah, when I be drinking, I do be getting hot. Oh, yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm so, like, oh, shoot, I'm to start sweating. No. You're actually cooling down. Damn. That's crazy. <clears throat> And uh, this was an off-site uh, 2005 study published in the Scientific Journal, which that journal was titled Alcohol. Okay, so, you better cite your sources. The okay, because I know y'all gonna be like, y'all just making this shit up. And that's not the case. 
<laughs> hey, bro. I'm about, I'm, I'm about to tell y'all about this one. Hold on. I got another one. Yes. I got another one. All right. Myth. You must wait one hour after eating to swim or you'll cramp and drown. Bro, I remember being told this as a kid and being like, oh, my God. That's why niggas used to starve all the way through the pool party until the very end when they got back home to eat their sandwich with their chips. That was Wait. the whole reason, bro. I'm so taken aback. Bro, <laughs> y'all, this is not true. So the theory behind this was that whenever you digest food, it draws more blood to your stomach, causing less blood to be available for your muscles. So then they're more, they're more likely to cramp. Mm. But there's actually no evidence, like zero evidence to support this. And many sources cite that there's zero documents or of cases of people drowning from cramping from a full stomach. Like the main reason are like most people cramp from muscle fatigue Mm -hmm. while they're swimming. Mm -hmm. Oh, that makes sense. And that's the cause of like most drowning. It's like people cramping from muscle fatigue, but it's not necessarily from them having a full stomach. That makes sense, because after every time I get done swimming, I'm tired. Yeah, bro. No, bro. And this actually happened to me when I was in Tulum snorkeling. Mm-hmm. It was like a whole day activity, because earlier that day, niggas was riding ATVs. We was ziplining. Um, we was in underwater caves and shit. So snorkeling was the very last thing of the day, bitch. Bitches was tired. And they had me in this fucking lagoon. And these fins and shit on my feet. And I had to, when you use fins, you got to move your legs real wide right. and shit, bitch. I got tired. My legs started cramping. So then I just floated. <laughs> Wait. I just floated on top of the water. And they and they suggest that happening. Like, if you do feel like a cramp coming on while you're swimming, don't try to fight it and try to push through and swim some more. Just float for a little bit until it passes. Yeah, this makes sense. Cause you know, is it just me? Do y'all know like those toe cramps you get where one toe can curl over the other toe? Is that just me? Have you has that ever happened to you, Bree? Where a cramp- No, but like I've definitely had it to where it's like they pull further apart. Oh, oh my god. You I know, know what I'm talking exactly about? what you're talking about. Yeah. Yes. Bro, those that lack of potassium. Someone told me that was like you need to eat more bananas, but hell, that could be a myth. I don't know. <laughs> everything don't seem everything ain't what it seems it's everything not. is not what it seems that's supposed to be Waverly Place if you know you know is that Waverly yeah it is. <laughs> it is it is it is bro that's a crazy one that's that's definitely very crazy Um, this next one is gonna make a lot of y'all parents upset but I don't care <laughs> I don't care so myth Sugar causes hyperactivity in children. Hey, guess what, guys? There's no evidence of that. Ah, your kids are just bad. That's <laughs> your kids is just bad. That's literally it. That's Can't literally blame the sugar. Can't blame the candy. There's don't blame no... the soda, bro. Your kids just don't want to mind. They don't want to sit down. This <laughs> was a um. It, this this analysis was done in 1995. It's a bit of an older source, but I didn't find any other source that said it, it, it did. So it's a bit of an older source, and this was published in the Journal of the American Medical Association. Literally, sugar in children's diet does not affect their behavior. They found no correlation to that. They and that's no really crazy of, like, all of these things. Like, how does this spread? Because mm. this is, like, things that we were taught was, like, 
common knowledge, but right. like it's not true. You know and what it, it makes you think? What else are we being lied to about? You know what it reminds me of? Because I feel like a lot of this stuff is like, if you read more into it, because you guys can read more into this just by looking it up, it'll probably tell you something like, it's not sugar itself, but it's something like this. So it's around that area. It's kind of like, because me and Brie were also having a different conversation about birth control and how they don't tell you that it causes all these symptoms. And she brought up a good point and was like, well, it, it might not be the birth control, it might be the hormone. So it's like, what actually is the real thing? And tell me that, don't just say it's something. No, for real. Because I feel like that's how a lot of, like, corporations and shit get to get away for shit like that. Yeah. That's why in, like, three months you get that 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 warning on, 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 on the commercial. If you are a loved one, ever you see, because y'all didn't... Y'all <laughs> read didn't, the fine print. We Read the fine print, y'all. Please. Especially when you're doing anything with putting something in your body, any substance that is not natural. Please read the fine print because shit's shit has effects. They have symptoms. They have aftermaths. I'm just being honest. Okay. Speaking of aftermaths, mm. this next one. Okay. I've heard this a lot growing up, like around other athletes. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna blow some of y'all. Me mm. having sex before an important event or a sport game can ruin your performance that's actually not true and i know this for a fact hey come on i'm gonna put on my sexology cap real quick do it so y'all know like many athletes and performance artists um are told not to have sex before a game or event if they want a good turnout but this really is not true because one there's no evidence that supports this like at all like people have tried to test this everything was inconclusive um but In reality, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it may actually help you be in a better headspace because you're getting like better overall health. Yeah. Look, I talk about this a lot throughout like my platform, the benefits mm-hmm. of orgasming, the benefits of masturbation, the benefits of having frequent sex. Literally, it relieves stress, boosts your immune system. It's a natural pain reliever. It improves your mood with all of the endorphins and Mm -hmm. the feel-good chemicals that are going through your body and your brain. Mm. It's a better sleep aid. Like, (laughs) y'all, the list goes on. So, I mean, if you really think about it, why would this not help you even more whenever you are preparing for a big game or a big, you know, performance? You know, that makes a lot of sense. <clears throat> it lowers your stress, your cortisol levels. So you're mm-hmm. not, you know, as stressed out about it. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, you get better sleep if you, the night before, okay? Wow. Like, there's literally so many benefits to just simply having an orgasm. Yeah, because I'm not going to lie. When I be masturbating at night, and I had a stressful day at work that next morning, because let me say something, after I masturbate, I always have a really good sleep. Bro, I remember one time I fell asleep with my vibrator still in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> Not. And you mean to tell and I woke up and I was happy as fuck. <laughs> I woke up and I was like, all right, it's time to eat. And you was <laughs> I can picture you just clutching it and waking up like, oh shit. <laughs> Bro, my boyfriend hates because literally anytime any like inconvenient thing happens in my life, I'm like, all right, it's time to fuck. See, I need an orgasm. 
it's gonna help it's gonna make everything better because it literally does it literally yeah. does y'all <laughs> okay that must that made that makes your partner feel better too because it's like damn especially if you bitches with short torsos because all types of shit be happening so you know you know the sex life is great just saying <laughs> just saying listen this next one gonna have y'all upset as well parents it's a lot of parents who told us this growing up. I don't know yet. But actually, guys, myth. Going outside with wet hair makes you sick. That is a effing myth, y'all. And I'm not going to lie to y'all. I really didn't believe this until I kept reading because I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Because I feel like every time I go outside with wet hair, the next day I feel congested. No, baby. As we all know, colds are caused by a virus. And they don't give a damn whether your hair is wet or not. You can't catch a cold or the flu simply from going out with wet hair during the winter, for example. This was um, cited by a physician who specializes in internal medicine and pediatrics at University of North Carolina Healthcare. Her name is Anita Scaria. I hope I'm saying her right. I'm saying her name right. Anita Scaria. But she was essentially saying like... You having wet hair does not add or take away from the fact if you already have a cold virus in your system, you're going to have a cold regardless. But like, let's say you go out with wet hair, you don't have any virus or anything, you're not going to, you're most likely not going to get sick. If you get congested or something like that, it's not related at all or correlated to you having wet hair. Something else could have happened that day. You could have, uh, you could have had cold air exposed to your chest. You could have had anything, you know, you could have been around somebody who had a cold. You could have been around somebody who has some type of virus. Anything can happen. So for us to just say, oh, it's wet hair that makes you sick. Yeah, you can't get sick from that. (laughs) That's actually really crazy because I used to believe that too. Like I had a similar thing to where I went out with wet hair one time and then the next day I was sneezing and sniffling and shit. And I was like, damn, it's because I went out with my wet ass hair. I was raised better than that. (laughs) No, I was raised better. (laughs) At that point, that's when you start looking in the mirror like, what am I doing wrong? Is it me? (laughs) No, boo. You already had a cold coming. (laughs) Or you was probably around somebody. That same person who probably was like, hey, your hair wet was breathing on you when they had a virus and you didn't even know. And that's sickening. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, look. This next one, this next one is really about to it's about to blow y'all minds. I'm ready for it. All right. Have you ever heard that milk will give you stronger bones? If you tell me this is a myth, I swear I'm jumping off the roof. I don't know yet. Like, well, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Get the jump. Get to jump, because it's a motherfucking myth. <laughs> that is crazy. Bro, so let me break this down because y'all, like, it, there are actually, like, hella documentaries and like articles and research that has been done specifically on the topic of milk giving you stronger bones, milk giving you like helping you with calcium and vitamin D deficiencies. Like so many people are like, is this true? <laughs> is it yeah. is it really? Yeah. No, it's not. Okay. Um, so the association of milk giving you strong bones from the vitamin, I mean from the vitamin D and calcium. It's false, and it originated from advertisement. Oh, so just like before, everything, bro. Just like everything, like bro, we're constantly lied to. 
Um, so from Damn. the Journal of Bone Mineral Research, multiple studies show that there isn't an association with drinking more milk and fewer bone fractures. So, like, literally, there are just a group of people that were like, okay, does this really strengthen your bones? And they tested it and did, like, a case study on people um, over time drinking milk, like, three glasses of milk a day and what? seeing how that affected, you know, their bones. Right. <laughs> There was no correlation. Oh, it wasn't. Um, and the reason why so many people believe this is because the government, right, and the dairy industry needed to boost milk production during World War II to make processed dairy products to send to the soldiers overseas. So, what, <laughs> y'all? Literally, milk is pushed to Americans. And in schools, because you think about it, when we grew up, we grew up with milk being served during cafeteria lunches. Right, right. That which was literally it was pushed to, to Americans because of war. Like the what farmers, the they weren't making enough dairy products, so the government said, "All right, we'll create a demand for milk by giving milk to the kids." You know, telling the the parents the kids need to drink the milk for stronger bones and shit. And no. that way, we'll have a demand for the fluid milk, and we can make the processed products we need for soldiers. Literally, <laughs> just made some shit up, sold that shit to people in marketing and advertisement. Shit, low key is war propaganda if you think about it. Yeah, just so they could, you know, create some more dairy farms and dairy factories to push out these products to soldiers. I don't really know what to say about this. Like, I'm a, I mean, I always knew that we weren't supposed to be drinking from cow titties, <laughs> but like, bro, because you know that saying people are like, everybody's lactose intolerant, but it's because we're not supposed to be drinking milk. I never really correlated that to this because I'm like, well, but milk was supposed to help us when we were kids, though. Like, don't we just outgrow it? No, bitch. It was all Honestly, a lie. It, it was, was all a lie. lie, bitch. It was all a lie. <laughs> what did Carly Red say? It was all a lie. She <laughs> lied, guys. She lied. But really, About though, what? <laughs> we were drinking milk with our fucking cafeteria pizzas. As that kids. shit was nasty. I'm sorry. Nasty you- as fuck. Niggas was told to drink a glass of milk. At night and shit. If you was one of the niggas in the cafeteria with the blue milk carton drinking it with your cafeteria pizza, I looked at you hella crazy every damn day. Bro, but even that... our parents, our parents bought into it. Because I remember my parents, like, they used to be like, yeah, drink you a glass of milk when you can so you can have strong bones and be healthy. And niggas was like, okay, my parents said it, so I'm going to listen. But nah, bro, like, all of this is just because... Back in World War II, the government was like, nah, we need to get this shit happening. We need to get it popping. So let's go ahead and spread this out real quick. And it worked. That's since crazy. it worked, they were like, there was no going back after that. They were like, okay, let's keep it pumping. And then we got all the other future advertisements, got milk campaign, all of that shit. No, that's crazy. I can't. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't know. I can't. I can't. I, I refuse. Bree's like, well, you can refuse all you want, but <laughs> it's the truth. Like, bitches, like, I don't even drink uh milk anymore, like from cow titties. Yeah. I drink cashew and like oat milk. Yeah, I drink um I drink uh almond breeze. Yes, almond milk is nice. It's nice. It's, it's it's very nice, it's very nice. That was really crazy. Um these are just some of the myths that you know are just some common myths and stuff like that. 
But you know, we also have like child, really, really childhood myths that are like more geared towards like different cultures and shit like that. And I don't know about you, Bree, but I specifically remember growing up, especially because, you know, we're in a black household, growing up in a black household, you know, being in the car, if we were driving at night and I, let's say I turned on the, the interior light in the car to see something, I would get like reprimanded. My mom would be like, oh my God, turn it off. We can get pulled over and get arrested. Bitch, legally, you cannot get arrested for having your interior lights on. However, it's like that whole birth control thing. However, if you drive distracted and let's say it causes you to break a traffic law and your interior lights are on, you can get a speeding ticket. Or okay, you can but, get... but when parents was telling us this, they was not explaining that shit. They was just they saying wasn't. it was illegal. Yeah, I you grew can get up a thinking ticket. that if you drove with the light on in the car, it was illegal and you was going to jail. And my parents did not clear that shit up for me at all. I became an adult and realized and heard other people share their stories and said it was a lie. And I was yeah. like, wow. Yeah. Why, why, why did they do that, bro? Yeah, why bro. Did you they can, do that? You can only get a ticket if, let's say, you're doing distracted driving. Then you can actually get reprimanded. But it, the lights on itself, no, you cannot get a ticket from that. I said, now, what the hell is going on? But mind you, though, I mean, I don't know. Maybe because we also was growing up black, maybe our parents felt like the law applied differently to us so who knows well i mean i i believe there is a historical context behind it because if you think about like jim crow era Mm -hmm. when black people were driving you know through sundown towns and racist cities like you did not want to let niggas know it was black niggas in the car yeah you didn't want to let them know it was a whole bunch of black people in the car otherwise you would get pulled over on some bullshit so yeah I mean, I can I can see that, but I remember being a kid and I was really believing like, wow, this is illegal. And then I was like, okay, maybe it's just a black people thing. Because when you were a kid, you do comprehend that things are different. Yeah. As a black child, and so yeah. I did like kind of like chop it up as being a black person thing. Because I remember being in the car with one of my best friends who was white when I was a kid, and her parents used to always have like their car light on. I used to be like, y'all niggas don't care about the law. <laughs> but We're I minded my business though. Over. But I minded my business though. So that's crazy. <laughs> no, that that's 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 crazy. It's crazy how like we have different myths or different like you know tales told to us specifically geared be- towards our culture, specifically geared towards a we're a part of a you know group, a minority group. It, it's it's crazy. Because, you know, you do see the differences when you grow up. And to see, like, that distinction, you're like, damn, like, I can't believe just because of the color of my skin, this is what my parents had to tell me. That's that's pretty crazy. Oh, it's deep. Language. I don't know yet. We was told a lot of shit when we was crazy. Like, do you, you remember hearing, like, if you step on a crack, you break your mama's back? Bro, I remember the first time I heard that shit. And Bruh. I really thought, I heard it from another kid, though. And I really thought they were being serious. Because I was like, shut up. And they was like, nah, for real. If you do that, like, your mom never complained about her back pain. And I was like, damn, bro, she do. Bro, bro. <laughs> so then I started watching my steps. And yeah. then I didn't hear my mom complain no more. So I really did believe that as a kid, bro. Like, I was really like, okay, I need to really uh, watch my steps and shit. And then when if niggas was around me, I was like, hey, don't do that. Your mama got back pain, don't she? <laughs> When really she just has back pain because, you know, when you get older, everything starts just feeling different. Okay. 
Because, bitch, a few years after that, bitches started getting their own back then. Yeah, bro. I said, like, now what the fuck is this? We not even old for real. And every time I sit down somewhere, I'm like, ugh, when I sit down. <laughs> bro, I thought about that the other day. I was like, damn, bitches is already in pain and shit. I need to stretch a little more. <laughs> Because I'm like, how the fuck am I going to feel when I'm fucking 40, bitch? <laughs> bitch, I don't know. My body just going to give up on itself. I rebuke it. We're not even halfway there. Damn, we barely a quarter. That's crazy. Mm-mm, can't do that. Where we at? Where we going? What we doing? Where we going? What we doing? Where we going? It's time for places to be and people to see and products to use. <laughs> <laughs> listen, 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 listen. We back again with the places to go to. You know what I'm saying? You know, I told y'all I was at an ATL in my recap. You know what I'm saying? And I said I was going to plug a place. So this place is really nice for brunch, especially um, on Saturdays, Saturday morning time br- or morning time, afternoon time. Brunch ends at like 3, 3.30. Some places, though, brunch ends a little later. But if you don't go here, you go around like 11. That, that, that'd, be, that'd be about good, about 11 a.m. Um, so this place is called Augustine's. So um, in most maps, it should just be Augustine's like. Uh, young Augustines, but if you just type in Augustines, you'll find the place. Um, it was really nice. It was a very, uh, it was a, it was a lot of open seating. I will yeah. say though, it was pretty packed. Like they had very great vibes. Like the music, there was an inside and an outside. So the outside is where we sat, and that was like the patio, right? Which was nice because we had a nice view of like the scenery around us. And we could still hear, like, the music booming from the inside because they had the door that was leading into where, you know, people were dancing and also eating inside as well. But we decided to eat outside because, you know, we just wanted some space for ourselves and be in the fresh air. And it was really, really, really nice. Um, One of my friends had the shrimp and grits. I had um, I had French toast. I believe I also had, I can't even remember, y'all. I had French toast, eggs. And I also had the shrimp. The food was, it was, it, it was amazing. It was amazing. It was amazing. And it was a lot of great vibes. I'm not too sure if it's black owned, but I only, not gonna lie, y'all, I only saw black folk up in there. I don't know. And I already be taking your experience up a, a level, honestly. Yeah, it, it do. Cause y'all, when I tell y'all the vibes was crazy, like, so we could hear the music from inside. And, you know, my friend got up and she started doing the, uh, the percolator. And I've never actually seen somebody do the percolator. I know that sounds really like millennial, Gen Z, whatever the heck of me. But she was doing the actual percolator and it looked so much fun. So I got up dancing and everybody around us that was in the patio was dancing. And we was just having a fun time. Like the food was good. Oh, we had these bomb ass drinks. We um, uh, we had these different mimosas. I had a raspberry mimosa. Oh, my God. Y'all, it was so freaking good. everything was juicy fresh like i can't i can't explain it to y'all well enough it's called augustine's you go there for music you go there for great vibes maybe friendships you know what i'm saying because i definitely was on people's snaps because i was definitely out there throwing my ass i literally got up and had my face down ass up because guess what they play bitch 
they played back that ass up by Juvenile. Bro, and as I soon mean, as that course. beat dropped, everyone was getting ready to act up. And everybody was acting up. It was a great, great, great time. I truly, truly recommend it. Um, just not only just for the food, but just to get out and enjoy yourself and, and be around like-minded people. It's called Augustine's, and it's in Atlanta, y'all. Please check it out. I'll go check that out. And if you're ever in Tulsa, Oklahoma, okay? Okay. Try this wonderful Japanese restaurant called Roka. Mm. Not Roku, Roka. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> when I tried to look it up one time, it brought up Roku, and I was like, this is not it. It's Roka with an A. <laughs> and it's this really cute Japanese restaurant um, in Tulsa. And I actually. We were suggested this when we were out um, from another person. They were like, you should check out their happy hour. And y'all, they have this amazing happy hour specials. Like, their cocktails are, like, half priced. Their Mm -hmm. uh, appetizers, like, you can get a sushi roll for, like, $7. You can get, like, kimchi fries. Oh, they were, like, french fries with kimchi and onions and cheese. Like, it it was really, really good um that's like 450 like I I love a nice happy hour and I feel like people don't like a lot of restaurants don't have good happy hours anymore like everything is yeah. just like you, you you take it as is yeah but nah like ever since me and my boyfriend went the first time a couple of weeks ago we've gone like a couple times during the, the week <laughs> yeah that sounds- but like the food is really good like the drinks are phenomenal they have like this rum punch that's really good they have a mai tai that's not frozen so you get to like have like the taste like the blood orange and the coconut and the pineapple like it's really really good um they also have really good sake if you ever had hot sake um Mm -hmm. it's a japanese traditional drink um that's really good the sushi is fire they have like other things like street noodles and like bowls that you could get to but that all sounds so good. every time I'm like, all right, you want to have like a nice little quick bite. If you just want to get some appetizers, some drinks, you good. If you want to get dinner, you good. Like it's, it's, it's really nice. It's, it's y'all. If y'all ever in Tulsa, y'all be sure to check it out. It's yes. Roca in Tulsa. Check it out. Check it out. Bitches with (laughs) bitches with short torsos. Y'all know what time it is. It's your girl Brie. I'm giving you the bitches with of the week. And y'all, this one, this this one was on me. This one's on me. I'll 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 say you know I'll I'll definitely take the responsibility for this. Um, but y'all know it's summertime. And it's right. geeky. If you somewhere like in the south, like you you feeling that triple digit weather. Um and this is also <laughs> not the time to be trying out any organic deodorant. <laughs> like it's not. Like I know y'all hear this like consistently, but let me tell you the reason why, bro. So I usually use dove deodorant and it's like the cucumber, like it smells really, really fresh. <laughs> Um, I love Dove products, you know. I don't really have sensitive skin, but I like, like, the way that it feels on my skin. Right. Um, so I also use, you know, I've been using this for years, the Dove uh, deodorant. 48-hour mm-hmm. protection. And it, that's not a lie, okay? Because mm-hmm. I'll put that bitch on, I'll be smelling fresh. Yeah. 
So, <laughs> since this is my usual, anytime, you know, if I'm running low, I go to the store, throw a stick in the cart, you know, go about my day. Yeah. So, next day, after I shower and I have to reapply deodorant, um, you know, I'm, I'm doing a usual because it's my usual deodorant. Like, nothing was out of the norm. Right. And I stepped outside for a little bit, like me and my boyfriend went out somewhere and, you know, we were sweating and shit. And then I came back home and we was chilling on the couch and I get to sniffing. <laughs> like, like I want to say, like, I like had put my arm up some type of way <laughs> and I smelled something. And at first, not going to lie, I thought it was my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, what the hell going on? <laughs> and so I kind of like shifted a little bit. <laughs> Um, not from not. I think it's you. Um, so I kind of shifted a little bit and it followed me, bitch. And so then I was like, uh, uh-uh. uh. So I raised my arm and I smelled myself and it was me. I was musty, <laughs> and I was just like, what the fuck, bitch? What the like, fuck? what the hell is going on? Why are we musty? Like, we ain't never, we ain't never did been like this. Like, ever since nine, I was nine years old, bro. Like, cause I don't, I really don't remember wearing deodorant until like I was nine. Like, I really don't, honestly. No, so, yeah, like, same. and bitches was not musty. Like, like I, it, it took me having one experience at nine years old for me to be like, ooh, I'm musty and I can't be smelling like these other musty ass kids. And so I started wearing deodorant consistently. Yeah. And it's been the same ever since, bitch. And yeah. so when I had sniffed myself and I was like, mm, this is a problem. So I went up, <laughs> I got up and went to the bathroom and got my deodorant. And I put a little bit more on because I was like, what the fuck is going on? And so then when I picked up the bottle, I inspected it a little bit. Because I was like, "Is did I get like a different scent by accident? Like I'm confused. Right. And bitch, lo and behold, on the front, it says 0% aluminum. <laughs> Same bottle, like like same white, green with the cucumbers, talking yeah. about refreshing smell. It still had the 48 hour, which is a fucking lie, because it was like four hours. But anyway, Take so the, the only difference was the 0% aluminum. And I was just like, what the actual fuck, bitch? Because <laughs> it's really crazy that this one, this one little ingredient. This one little ingredient. This one little ingredient is what keep niggas from smelling disgusting. Wow. Oh. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was the only thing that was taken out. Like, I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. like the dove deodorant was still was still not fully organic. So I just mm-hmm. know these true organic deodorants, like <laughs> native deodorant and shit. I know y'all niggas that buy that y'all stink. I know, I you know do. y'all stink is y'all. Stink I know you do, bitch. Though. It took me four hours on some zero percent aluminum. <laughs> To be, to and that's a, only a, a one chemical. Because I was really like, I was questioning myself for a little bit. I was. Oh, shit. I was like, this is atrocious. This is atrocious. And so, and I felt so, there were so many emotions. Like, I was confused. And then I was also, like, disappointed and disgusted. And so, I was mm-hmm. kind of like, bro, what the fuck? Um, I literally left to go get a brand new deodorant. Because I was like, <laughs> I'm not playing with this. I'm not. I'm not Bro. about to be reapplying my deodorant five times a day. <laughs> I don't I don't care nobody say, bro. I don't care how well you take care of yourself. If you put on deodorant <laughs> and that shit's organic, 100% organic, quote unquote. 
I don't give a damn what what hygiene stuff you do. Your shit smell crazy. Now I've heard a lot of people try to tell me that their lavender organic deodorant don't smell bad, and I specifically remember them walking past me and they smelled like who did it and why and let's get figure it out and solve the case. Bro, so, I'm like, look, y'all lying, know. bro. I don't know all the specifics behind why niggas don't want aluminum in their deodorant no more. Because I'm like, my armpits haven't fe- fell up, like fell off. <laughs> I've, I've I've been using aluminum since I was nine, bitch. So and we've been fine. So I'm about to use this shit to the day I die. Honestly, I'm about cause... to use this shit because <laughs> I can't be out here kidding around like this. <laughs> I can't be out here. Bitches cannot get down like that. I can't. I can't, especially now that it's fucking summertime. Everybody, you sweat as soon as you step out. I'm not going to be sweaty and musty. If you live in Texas, you better not be wearing no damn natural deal. I'm going to go off. I'm going to go off. Because why did you you make the choice for everybody else? Because niggas be like, okay, what someone does with their own body has nothing. And it's like, okay, I get that. But at the same time, they made the choice to be around me, though. Yeah, and and it's affecting me because it's affecting me and my homegirl because you smell it. You're, 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 so there's this hair in your nose. It's called cilia. If you are burning off the cilia, now my nose is in danger to other dirt particles and dust particles in the air. Therefore, you are affecting others and you need to go ahead and put some aluminum on that bitch. I don't care. Nobody's sick. <laughs> put some aluminum on that bitch. Bitch weird. <laughs> Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. We really appreciate all of your support. Keep the energy because we will keep coming with the content. Yes, yes, yes. And you know, we are on all types of streaming platforms. We got Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a multitude of other podcast platforms. So please, please tune in. Yeah, we everywhere. We live. We live, man. So make sure to tune in every Monday because we will keep posting a new episode. So expect that next week. Yes, yes, yes. And remember, tell your friends to tell their friends. To tell their mans to tell his friends. To listen in. Turn on and tune in. in. And you know what, Bree Bree? Spin that outro. Bye. The caller you tried to reach does not have a voicemail box set up yet. Goodbye.